I'm Chris Riley, editor of Sweet Code and founder of Fixate. I just so happen to like food and software, so I'm going to connect with developers and engineers at their favorite places to eat and chat about what it's like to build modern applications. This is Developers Eating the World. Okay, this is episode 10 of Developers Eating the World, and I'm literally sitting here by myself at Cafe 13, which has become like the de facto headquarters of Developers Eating the World. And I waited until my favorite barkeep showed up um, so that it wasn't overly creepy that I'm sitting here talking to myself. Um, but the purpose of this episode is to recap the first nine, um, and I'm going to try to do this every 10th episode, and also talk a little bit about why I want to do Developers Eating the World. So I'll start there. Um, it was about a year ago I decided that uh, I was only going to do interviews and videos and webinars, etc., if I was having fun doing it. And one of the things that I really enjoyed doing was talking to other developers and finding out about the tools that they use and how they use it and why they like it and why they don't like it, which is a dangerous proposition because most techies are curmudgeons and you know sometimes interesting to talk to. But I've had a blast um, besides the eating part, which is super fun. Um, I've had a really good time just talking to people and hearing about you know their their lives as techies. Um, one of the things that has been the most interesting so far is that everything that you know, every episode I think has been had something related to career development. Um, I, I shouldn't be overly surprised about that because the development market is it's hard. Uh, it's hard to get a job as a developer, and the expectations are tremendous. Which gets to the second thing that came up a lot which was that um, you have to have quote-unquote soft skills, which I think is a ridiculous term. Um, before I go any further, I'm going to order. So I'm going to do a whiskey flight. It's 2.15 and I'm ordering whiskey. Um, and I'm going to get a BLT with crack bacon. So whiskey flight and BLT with bacon made out of unicorn years. So, um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, pleasantly surprised. I didn't invoke the career conversation uh, all that much, and it, it just came up in every single one. So that's really cool. Um, these podcasts are a lot of work, more work than I wanted them to be. and But that's fine, because I'm having a blast doing that. So, let me tell you a little bit about myself and uh, Fixate and Sweetcode. Fixate is a content marketing agency. We sell to the tech companies and we help them produce technical content because it's really hard to source. And all of you techies don't want bullshit. You don't want fluff. You want stuff that actually provides value. And so that's what we focus on. Sweetcode's the same thing. So Sweetcode is a tech site, no fluff. At some point in time, we have to figure out how to make money from it, but we don't currently. Um, it's just a cost center for us. And once we get there, we will have to get there. Uh, we're going to focus on making sure that the technical, that the content is still technical, still provides value, and uh, we're not ruining it with banner ads because none of us like those. Um, so we're focusing on tutorials and, and how-tos and things that have code and et cetera. Um, 
and this podcast, like I said, has been an idea for a year, but I finally kicked it off because, um, you know, it was about time. Thing is, if you're going to do something like this, you have to commit to it. You can't just half-ass it. You have to make sure that you publish every week. And so far, I've done very well, even though I need to catch up. The other thing is uh, a lot of the episodes have been in Colorado. Um, I don't have any trade shows planned here recent or coming up. Um, but the last few, we did ChefConf and SauceCon. So I hope there's more opportunities to travel and, and get around more. And I haven't done an episode at Casa Bonita yet, which I'm kind of bummed about. And I hope that one of <laughs> one of the people, if you've never been to Casa Bonita, you'll know why I just got weird looks. Um, one of the best places on earth. There's a little Cartman on the waterfall, because I swear that's the only reason Casa Bonita is still in business is because of South Park. So the other thing is I did an Instagram now for the podcast. Um, so yeah, there's an Instagram. Now there's going to be a YouTube because I'm doing this in video also and not just audio. Um, some of the things I've learned about the podcast, just in case you were planning on doing one of your own, got to commit. Um, the longer episodes don't do so well, even though the longest episode we have is one of my favorite with Zach uh, at... Avery Brewery in Boulder, which is close to Celestial Seasonings, um, and you got to share it. You got to socialize it, but doing podcasts is fun. Interview style is fun. Idea of this podcast came from, borrowed from, Seinfeld's um, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, which is cool, but also uh, Michael Andreessen's quote, Software's Eating the World. Because um, every company is becoming a software company these days, and it's developers that make it happen. So it's developers eating the world. Um, so I've had a lot of fun with that. If you're someone who's local in Colorado and you're a developer and you want to get interviewed, um, please let me know. Um, otherwise, um, hopefully I can come your way and talk to you as well. But we're focusing on purely implementers. So back to some of the things that I learned. Um, from the podcast. Like I said, one of the things that came up a lot was soft skills, which is a term that I absolutely hate. Hold on. I'm going to take a sip of whiskey before I talk about this anymore. But I also hate it as much as I hate the term AI and AI ops and all that good stuff. The purpose of these terms is to have, be able to have the conversation, um, not that they actually mean something specifically. And soft skills is important. Um, one of the things, one of the biggest challenges development teams have, and especially in QA, all oh, BLT, badass, thank you, uh, is that talking to executives in your organization is really hard. And it's not that you can't get them to be interested. It's being able to communicate the need for technology um, to do your job better. And they just don't understand you know it's very easy to talk about buying something physical like in the days of buying servers but it's much harder to talk about um, things like automation and security and so forth so i don't think it's as challenging to convince them to care if it's really hard to convince them to care then you should probably get a different job because that company's not going to allow you to grow crunchy but getting them to understand the importance of things like monitoring and alerting 
and also how it impacts the entire organization is hard. And techies generally are not very good at communicating with other people. Uh, so that's why the soft skill communication, which is very important. The other thing is about your career. Sharing um, what you know is also really important and padding your resume with some really demonstrable examples like being on a podcast with me um, or blogging, um, which by the way, if you wanna become a contributor for Fix8, uh, there's always an opportunity for that um, depending on your skill set. Um, but just being able to, in general, you know, share your wins, share what you know, um, not just with your peers, with you know, the rest of the world and helping everybody get ahead in modern development practices because after all, that's what I'm after is helping people, you know, get on board with what we already know works. Um, if I encounter somebody who just tells me they've already done that before and it's not new and they don't ha see how it's going to work for them, then I just end the conversation right there and move on. But most people are definitely willing to figure out how to make their applications better and avoid uh, issues and focus on quality. Quality is another thing. Obviously, being at SauceCom, um, everybody there was about application quality. But in general, people say they care about application quality, but they don't actually do it. They don't put their money where their mouth is, which I think is a huge problem. Uh, and so, that's something that definitely needs to improve and is a challenge for a lot of quality engineers and quality engineers especially have a hard time communicating with their peers and the rest of the organization to figure out what needs to be done to be successful with application quality. But the possibilities are endless. Um, the tooling out there is just amazing. Problem is the tools don't solve the problem. They don't create the environment for you. The organization has to adopt the next dreaded word, which is culture, to be able to support that and uh, grow as a development team. So in the next 10 episodes, I want to get more into the technology. Um, as always, I let the conversations go where they go, but I'd like to talk more about tooling, uh, especially open source tooling, uh, and also how people are building their delivery chains, because I think really in general, what I've seen is that we're all really good about talking about what's cool and new, but I rarely encounter companies that have uh, really built out full-blown, stable, extensible development chains. Um, even the most modern companies, I mean, all the unicorns we reference are like Slack and um, obviously Google. But if you're going to be try to be Google, you shouldn't. Even if you're going to try to be Slack, give up because that may not be your actual objective. Um, but anyways, I think that in 2019, we're just getting more real about what it takes to implement DevOps in modern delivery chains and you know truly embrace automation beyond just integration environments and you know dev test scenarios, but also there's still a huge gap between those who support production and development, no matter how much we talk about it. And I think that, you know, I don't know if it's a new term beyond DevOps, but I think we're definitely need to get, you know, production people, SREs, IT more involved in what happens in development and how what happens in development directly impacts production. 
including parity. I'm, I'm shocked at how little parity there is between most cloud environments, um, production cloud environments and dev test environments. So hopefully I can talk more about that. Episode 20, I don't know if I'm going to do it here. I may because it's one of the only places I feel comfortable. Though hopefully I'll do it here and recap. And this is going to be on YouTube as well. Um, we'll see how that goes because I like to watch YouTube, but I'm normally just a lurker, not a poster. So um, I'll be sharing the link for that. But thanks for joining. If you listen to the first nine episodes, thank you. Um, it takes a long time to build an audience here. Please subscribe. Please share with your peers. Um, and hopefully uh, you can be one of the people I interview. Bye-bye.